This is a HeadGum Podcast. Los Angeles. Okay, here's the thing. Dicks don't always work the way we want them to. That may be because we're nervous or in our heads or, you, you know, you're not a teenager anymore and the sight of half a nipple doesn't make you immediately jizz your pants the way it used to. That's not a bad thing. And it's okay to seek a little enhancement. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Now, does it work? Do you think you might need it? Are you nervous about how it might feel? Totally fair. I say consult with a medical professional, try it in moderation or on occasion for a little while, and see if it's something you might just want to have around on occasion. I think you're going to love it. And it might be the case that even just having it on hand gives you that extra little boost of confidence you need. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluechew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at BlueChew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code GOP at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code GOP, to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Angeles, we are hosting our very first Los Angeles live show at UCB Franklin, Thursday, March 23rd at 8.30 p.m. We would love to find out that we have friends and fans in Los Angeles. It's a big mystery right now. Very scary, <laughs> very exciting, but genuinely, we're putting together a really great show for you. As per usual, there's going to be fun clip reviews. Mm -hmm. There's going to be games with prizes. There's going to be sex positive trivia. Oh, yeah. And light only voluntary audience interaction. We have a fucking blast at our shows. It's kind of its own thing. And, and we really love to share that with our audiences. So we hope you can make it. Yeah. If you think the podcast is fun, wait till you come to the live show. <laughs> That's March 23rd, Thursday, 8.30 p.m. You can find tickets at our website, girlsonporn.com or on our Instagram at the link in the bio. LA, baby. Thanks, y'all. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love when we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Before we introduce the topic, we have a delectable little segment for you today. 69 Seconds of Sex, sex News. We've pulled headlines from the news to keep you informed and horny. Here we go. Tinder has introduced three new safety features for users. You can now block profiles before you even match, like your coworkers or ex-lovers. They've also improved the functionality for reporting inappropriate messages. And finally, paying Tinder members can access incognito mode, which means your profile will only be visible to the people you've already liked. Happy swiping. Stars of Jersey Shore, Vinny Guadagnino and Mike the Situation Sorrentino recently admitted to having a threesome. The two claimed they never, quote, crossed swords, but said that they did participate in an Eiffel Tower with a woman during their time down at the shore. 
They went on to talk about other wild sexual encounters and concluded saying that 2009 was a crazy year. An unhappy marriage may be good for your health. A new study revealed that being in a long-term relationship can help keep a person's blood sugar level down. And it doesn't matter if that person is in a good or a bad relationship. The study for BMJ, Open Diabetes Research and Care Journal, looked at diabetics over the course of nine years and deduced that, quote, being in a relationship, no matter the strain, tends to keep a person's blood sugar lower. Societal pressure really does wonders for the body. No love for being single? And finally, something that maybe qualifies as sex news, or maybe it's just something that our producer Amanda thinks about weekly, Megyn Kelly, for once, might actually be onto something with her opinions about women sitting down versus squatting to pee. On a podcast, Megyn recently said, you don't want to do the squat. I don't like to squat anyway. The squat ruins the toilet seat for the rest of us. It gets the pee all over there. Basically, clean the seat if you like, but the hover is overrated. I have to admit, I've never been a hoverer. I'm peeing, I'm shitting, and then I'm getting off the pot. Thanks, Amanda, for that hot take. And now, Amanda would like everyone to take a collective seat and enjoy this week's topic. What's the topic? It's German. I genuinely almost forgot. Well, I did make us reschedule this recording, so. Yeah, but on any given day, (laughs) you know, like. I could black out five minutes before and do just you? have no idea. Yeah. I mean, I usually do the same thing where I like pull up the notes and prep and, you know, I did yeah, more of, of the prep fair, to be fair, like earlier this week. Mm. But I still looked at them just now and like brushed up and uh, yeah. practiced some pronunciations. Are you ready? Schöne Brüste. Schöne Brüste. Wow. Beautiful breasts. What other German, <laughs> what other beautiful breasts, what other German slang do you know? Um. Zaftig Foster. <laughs> Do you like that I have to say it like Siri? <laughs> like a, Yes, like, a like the pronunciation video on yeah. the internet. Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course. German. German. Why did we pick this topic? Was there a specific request or it was just like, wow, we should really talk about like, I guess because we did an Italian episode. Yeah, I think it was largely just to like, oh, we should do... German Other the same countries. way that we have done like British and we've done Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll cover the globe eventually. I guess we're starting with the sure. white Europeans for reasons unbeknownst to me. But yeah, yeah. I do think that German's an interesting topic to grab though because they're horny. They're horny. They have a reputation for being kinky. Yes. They're one of the first like kinkiest countries, I feel like. One of the first kinkiest countries, yes. You know? Yeah, like they're groundbreakingly kinky is maybe what yes. you're... Kin- kinky and queer, I will say. I'm thinking of like the Weimar Republic, yes. you know? Yeah, we have to talk about the Weimar era. In between the two world wars. If we're going to talk about kinky Germans, yeah. we got to talk about that time. Right. And we got to talk about like queer people right, in that time. I, I, did, I mean, I was pretty fascinated by the research for this episode. Because I was aware... Of Berlin in that time, but didn't mm-hmm. think about it as being such a like they were at the forefront yeah. of so many things. You like they yes. basically founded sexology yes. in that time. You know, I was aware of it because of cabaret first and foremost. Yeah, helpful. <laughs> yes, and also, <laughs> did you ever watch Transparent? Yes. Because there was that episode about Berlin and the idea of, like, ancestral trauma. Yes. So I got really excited about epigenetics. Yes. Not to be confused with eugenics. Mm -hmm. Uh, Epigenetics is essentially, like, from what I understand of it, is it's a crossover between, 
like scientific DNA research and then like mm-hmm. the science of psychology and intergenerational trauma. Yeah. Like there were actually scientists that like collaborated across their fields to look at this and look mm-hmm. at the way that DNA patterning can actually be influenced by experience and by trauma, both in like what seem like negative and positive ways where like mm. you can have a more resilient immune system if your people like went through some shit, you sure. know? Sure, sure. And yeah, so there was, there were those, that Berlin episode, mm-hmm. Berlin, that Berlin episode where we saw these like incredibly queer yeah. and trans people back in like the Weimar, the Weimar Republic. Republic. Yeah, yeah. I think they alluded to when they burned down the like library mm. and like killed, like destroyed the archives mm-hmm. of like a huge amount of like queer and trans literature and, and history of the time yeah. that we've never recovered. Yeah. I mean, there was a, Germany has always kind of been associated with like queerness. Yes. I also didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that either. But like in the beginning of the 19th century, people talked about it like the, as the German custom mm-hmm. and Italians called gay men and women Berlinese. Yeah. Berlinese, yeah. yeah. Which is pretty wild. But like specifically German thinkers kind of studied non-heteronormative sexualities. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Our wonderful intern Erica shared this fantastic article in the Paris Review Yeah, that talked about how queer people obviously existed across Europe. But mm-hmm. as I said, like Germany inaugurated the field of sexology right. in the first decade of the 20th century. More than a thousand works on homosexuality were published in German mm-hmm. and researchers from like England and Japan cited German sexologists as experts and often like published their own work in Germany before they published in their own home countries. Mm, interesting. In 1900, there were 15,000 gay men and lesbians living in Berlin. Yeah. By 1923, there were like 100 gay bars in Berlin that catered to different groups. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a really interesting movement around trans issues. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a magazine called The Third Sex where there would be studies, but also just like anecdotal tidbits and stories about different gender experiences that covered like it was this is groundbreaking so they didn't use the terminology that we use today like they often referred to like transvestites without necessarily right having that definition hold because they were talking mm-hmm. about cross-dressers and they were talking about right. people who fully identified as genders that they weren't assigned at birth mm-hmm. and there was just a huge cultural movement around all of that yeah and then you know, we all know what happened. Right, right. <laughs> the the Nazis. Yeah. The Nazis came and removed anything. They wanted a clean, <laughs> a clean Reich. I know, yeah. Yikes. But I also didn't know that the the first like institute of like sexual research was in Germany in nineteen nineteen. It was the first of its kind. There you go. I know. We also had the first lesbian magazine in Germany. Mm-hmm. Which was in 1924. Yeah. It was like the, you know, the first guide to like the lesbian club scene, which was cool. Mm-hmm. There's just kind of this idea specifically of the Weimar Republic where it was sort of like sexual liberation, mm-hmm. which I didn't, you know, they don't really tell you about that in the history books. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a very like intellectually driven time mm-hmm. too, you know, like th- these were German thinkers and they're, they're right. that sort of like stereotypical German intellectual rigor mm-hmm. that we all sort of associate with Germany, like, was part of that sex movement, which is pretty thrilling to me. And I think that holds today. Like, Berlin is kind of really high on my list of places to visit. I mean, yeah, same. All I hear about, like, just the culture and the environment and how you can kind of be whoever you want to be there. And just, like, the art scene and the the porn festival, Mm -hmm, which we have to make a point to get to (laughs) one of these days. Uh, There's also this quote from Mel Gordon, an author, who said... That the cultural renaissance was born of deep anxiety instilled by World, World War One, 
it wasn't just like sex the way the French would have it, like where that like they would enjoy it like a good meal or music. It was like sex that was always mixed with something else, like danger, danger, power, or death. Mm. Wow, that's really articulate. That's cool. Yeah, I know, which I can't stop thinking about. Yeah. Like it wasn't just sex to enjoy like music or a meal, you know? Yeah. It had more tied up to it. I love that. Which kind of makes sense because, you know, it's kinkier. Exactly. I'm like, that's what pushes it in the kinkier, like more BDSM direction. Makes it a little bit more alternative. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That we're we're playing with different boundaries and also a different mm-hmm. impulse, power dynamic. Almost, like a different yeah. power dynamic and also just the like. I guess the desperation of the fear of death, you know, it's like a way to reckon with it post-war and pre-war as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, when you think about German porn or like what we've stumbled across in our travels, like what do you, see? what do you think of? The original video that we were going to maybe talk about, I was like, this is not actually what I think of when I think of German porn. I think of like Berlin, you know, like kink clubs, Mm -hmm. leather, you know, lots of like fluidity and that sort of liberation, you know, Mm -hmm. like lots of like strobe lights and like darkness. Strobe lights and fetish wear is like kind of what you think of. Yeah, is what I think of. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I don't know. I feel like when I think about the random... German porn that we've stumbled across over the actual years. I mean, it's like chaos, if I'm honest. Like, sure. I think what you're describing is kind of quintessentially German porn, but I'm also like, yeah. I just remember seeing like a really interesting duo porn that was just like a man and a woman. And I think she was jerking him off with gloves on and it was like a countdown. And it was just like a really interesting, like Mm. kinky. Very contained scene, like mm. self-produced, but it was, it could have just been a hand job, but it had this like sort of yeah. rigorous engineered el- element to it, yeah. you know, like, right. which is maybe just me trying to apply German stereotypes to this random porn I saw. But like, I feel like a lot of the German porn I've seen has had like a hint of something weird mm-hmm. or something I'm like thinking of like, it's like Dadaist, you know what I mean? Like yes. there's like, like there's something weird to it. Like yes. there is yeah. some sort of like chaos mm-hmm. quality. Yeah. Yeah. And, or that there's just something that's slightly kinky, mm-hmm. even when you're looking at like a fairly simple scene, there's like some right. element of it that like steps up the game yeah. while still being kind of heady in a certain mm-hmm. way. Like there's chaos, but it's not like outright. Yeah. It's not like porn chaos as we've come to know yeah, it. It's not you know? like mainstream porn chaos. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I have um, some interesting stats about porn. Okay. Specifically Pornhub stats from like Germany. But um, I'll take it. Germany is the seventh highest country by traffic. Okay. Uh, and they like their own porn. So German is the number, number one, one search, search term. term for them. <laughs> yeah. So the number one search term in Germany is, is German. German. Interesting. Also big ass. Okay. There's also 833% growth in curvy German for the last year. Hmm. People were more into German public. Okay. And also for the last year of 2022, the term backstage Hmm. saw 651% growth. And I kind of wanted, I was curious about this because there was actually like a a really amazing story about Marlena Dietrich, like backstage and how she would just like fuck anyone she wanted, like men, women, whoever. (laughs) But backstage means sort of like like, you see content creators, like, filming the content, 
You know what I mean? Say more. It's like, <laughs> instead of seeing the POV, you're seeing like the wide shot of the guy with the camera, like fucking the girl. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, seeing it's, the meta. Like yes, you're seeing it's, the. Yes, exactly. It's meta. Yeah. Fact that it's behind the scenes. Again. Yeah. Here we go. Heady. It's intellectual. <laughs> Anal is the most popular category in Germany and outdoor mm. and threesome also are in the top five. Okay. Germans are 408% more likely to view anal videos and are 148% more into pissing than the rest of the world. Well, well, well. I am like, that makes sense to me. Interesting. Don't ask me why, but I'm like, they would be more into pissing because they're so open. <laughs> uh-huh. Again, it's like the kinkiness is the yes. open exploration. Yeah. Also big on dirty talk. That's not Pornhub. It's a mm. a Whippler survey. Yeah. But like, yeah, like dirty talk is big. Yeah. I mean, that's why you're always like finding different terms when you watch these things. You're like writing them down. You're like asking <laughs> for pronunciation. You're like, what does that one mean? Translate yeah. this for me. Yeah. I'm prepping for my yeah. trip to Berlin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just me at, at the Kit Kat Club going, Schöne Brüste. Exactly. Schöne Brüste. I mean, like, okay, bitch. <laughs> also, worth worth mentioning, mm-hmm. sex work was legalized in 2002 in Germany. Uh-huh. And their sex trade law is considered one of the more liberal, like some of the more liberal, liberal legislation in the world. Mm. Passed by the Social Democratic Party and the Greens in an effort to strengthen the rights of sex workers and give them access to health insurance and benefits. Yeah. And according to the documentary Sex Made in Germany, more than one million men pay for sex every day in Germany. Now, I have no contacts for that number, but that sounds... That sounds a lot. Like, fucking it sounds high. Like a lot. Yeah. That sounds high. Yeah, you know? it does. It sounds like a lot. In a good way. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the founder of MindGeek. <gasps> Wait, German? I thought, I thought I remembered them being... Fabian Thalman, businessman from Germany. He was the founder and managing partner of the internet pornography conglomerate Manwin, which is now MindGeek. Oh, interesting. In 2013, he sold his stake in the company, which was at that time the largest pornography operator in the world. 2013, he sold his stake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In 2010, he bought Pornhub, YouPorn, RedTube, Browsers, Twisties.com, Mofos. Got it. So MindGeek is one guy that is lords over those yes. two other brothers that has yes. started. Got it. Okay. I was confused about the trajectory of those different companies. And now I think it's like somewhere in Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, they had worked out of Canada for a time, too. Yeah, I can't quite keep track, and it's a little bit, like, deliberately opaque. Everyone's, like, cashing in. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, that is one of the unfortunate things about the porn space that we talk about sometimes. Like, who owns it now? Yeah. Not even just who owns it now, but, like, it's, like, two and a half people. You know, like, it's, these companies are merging the same way that, like, Hollywood entertainment companies are merging. and. Forming these mega corporations, which yeah. I don't think is a good thing. No. Support your indie porn filmmakers, you know. Exactly. Support your A24s of the porn space. Yeah. The priority around trust busting porn companies is like not at the forefront yeah. of most political agendas for unfortunately. Silly but obvious reasons. Should we show down? Let's show down. Go for it. German mom seduce best friend of Hassan secretly sex. <laughs> Wait, say it one more time. German mom seduced best friend of her son to secretly sex. <laughs> I had to say it in the accent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I've got one that feels like a- along the same lines. Okay. German MILF uses young neighbor boy. Oh, oh. neighbor boy. Neighbor boy. <laughs> uh, what to do in a German forest? Ride a dick. 
<laughs> I guess there is also a thing that we didn't really touch on, but there is a sort of like a nature. Um, we didn't talk kind of about pagan. the German forest. Yes. yes. Bi- oh, God. Big, pagan, like, pagan rituals and like yes. festivals. Yes. Big in Germany. Mm-hmm. And yet I think that just the like romantic mystique of the German forest is yeah. like uh-huh. that folklore is huge. The sound of music, you know. <laughs> sound of music. Also the porn that we're going to talk exactly. about on the other side of this break. Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Next one from me. Hausfrau Ficken, blonde German granny wears glasses while she cheats with a blow. Oh. <laughs> I imagine blow is blonde. Glasses. Somebody. Yeah. German granny. Blonde. German, she's blonde, double blondes, wow. maybe a blonde we a man. Of, we're checking off a lot of boxes on this one. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay. Non-sex oral German, the old cardinal now... <laughs> wait, this is word salad. Wait, wait. This is really word salad. I gotta, I gotta take some breaks here. Here you go. Non-sex oral German, the old cardinal now, sex oral German. So is there oral sex in German? Yes. Sex oral German is repeated twice. (laughs) So, and then there's none and the old cardinal. Now. Got it. Now. Okay. Good. That was hard for me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm clear what the elements are, but I couldn't tell you what's happening. What happens? I think I clicked on it, actually. Yeah. It was just like a nun and a a cardinal. Great. (laughs) In like a grainy film situation, it was like older, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's sort of a twist. Okay. Two more. Mm-hmm. Stepbrothers and orgy in Germany. Unfortunately, the fact that they led with stepbrothers, just picturing Will Ferrell, and Will Ferrell, and John C. Riley <laughs> having an orgy in Germany. So that's, click. that's stepbrothers three. Yeah, that yeah. yes, exactly. <laughs> that's next to the franchise. Okay, this is this is the last one for me. Young German driving learner. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Great see. Great learning yeah, curve on this yeah, one. Yeah. I think something probably happens with the instructor. I don't know. That's yeah, just I think me. there's probably a power dynamic in there somewhere that may or may Going not be problematic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what age, what the driving age is in Germany. I think it's older. Really? Yeah, I remember that from Wild. my German friends years ago when I was a teenager. When they're like, "I want to drive," that like they, I want to drive. They could. They could. I'm actually surprised at how little you've done the German accent because <laughs> I thought you were gonna come out. Swing in, like starting Just the, the whole app. episode, yeah. start Honestly, to finish. I was surprised that you weren't like, I, I got our intro translated into German, and we're gonna do it in German. <laughs> Willkommen to yeah, girls yes. <laughs> <Willkommen>. <laughs> on porn. Yes. No, you know, I'm just light touch, light touch. You know, for those of you who don't know, Laura <laughs> played the grandma and lost in Yonkers <laughs> in high school, and she's really proud of her German accent skills. Okay, I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you. You didn't. You didn't. I did talk about Lost she in Yonkers. Does, she does do a good German accent. I'm not going to take that The from German's you. rusty. It's rusty. This is a good opportunity to dust off. Wow. Schöne Brüste. Schöne Brüste. Uh, <laughs> next one from me. Okay. Public casting for German teen breast miracles and fucked. Ooh, miracles. Breast miracles. I love a breast miracle. Shouldn't miracles. I love a breast miracle. I Me recently too. experienced one myself. You, you know? did. You did. Your breasts are a miracle, oh, dare thank I you. say. <laughs> thank you. Truly. Dare I say. <sighs> Should we take a break? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. 
Hey folks, it's time to thank our lovely sponsors. I know, I know, ads on a podcast. How dare we? What are we living under capitalism? Listen, sponsorship helps make the show possible. And full disclosure, this show is a far cry from a cash grab. It's hard to find advertisers that aren't scared of porn. So if you do hear us talk about something you might like or that genuinely might be of use to you, definitely snag that discount code because it keeps those sponsors working with us. And that makes it possible for us to compensate ourselves for all the time and love we pour into this show. Worth mentioning that we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash girlsonporn, if you want another way to express your support. Great news for anyone who's looking to find a little extra free time and who, like me, might be feeling wildly overwhelmed by life right now. Would it be nice to skip the meal planning, grocery shopping, chopping, prepping, and cleaning up and get factors Fresh, never-frozen meals delivered to your door. They're ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved for nutritional value. Plus, Factor has their Protein Plus and Keto options for anyone who wants those kinds of diet-specific options. And if you're like me, you probably think about the environmental implications of having food delivered. With Factor, you can rest assured that you're making a more sustainable choice. Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and uses 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you energized during chaotic times. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Hold on, get ready for it. We've got that big fat discount coming for you. Head to factormeals.com slash GOP50 and use code GOP50 to get 50% off. That's code GOP50 at factormeals.com slash GOP50 to get 50% off. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. German couple fuck in the mountains. Um, so this is... That's, yeah. Oh, that's an accurate description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so we we open on a waterfall. I do love uh-huh. that both porns we selected this are outdoor. I know, and they're inadvertently they, they're both yeah. in the, like the lush German fucking countryside. Mm-hmm. This one, I mean, we're presumably at like a touristy waterfall. I had a little bit of like, yeah, that's what it looks. How like. do they pull this off? Because there's like a fence up to this like, yeah. quite this is large obvi- yeah. and picturesque waterfall that's presumably a destination. It's an attraction. Yeah. This is a picture spot. You know, this is a picture-taking point. Yeah. <laughs> They're there at 4 a.m. on a Tuesday shooting this porn. Uh, so it's a man and a woman mm-hmm. wearing traditional Bavarian garb. We have some leader hosen. Yes, yeah, so we have a dirndl <laughs> and a leader hosen uh-huh. and the little hat, you know. <laughs> We've got our tiny hat. Very important. Yeah. It's like the, it looks like a fedora, but it's um, smaller and doesn't have a big brim. Yeah. And there's a feather in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he stuck his feather in his cap and called her macaroni. Uh, that's American, right? That's a... Uh... Sorry. That's Yankee. <laughs> Yankee, yeah, that's doodle. Yankee doodle. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we also get some like trashy kind of like German umpa. 
um papa. Yes, you know? yes, yes, yes. We have pub music. What do we call this? Mm-hmm. We um, we um got polka, maybe. Is, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We, so um papa. Uh-huh. And she's got her nipple pierced. She's wearing like a fuchsia bra, lacy bra, and and panties. The mm-hmm. the lingerie right. set is not accurate to the era, but no. is striking. So as soon as we get those titties out, there's a nice contrast. We're like, oh, it's the nineties, you know? Yeah, yeah, probably. It, her nipples also pierced. Yeah, yeah, one nipple pierced, right? Like her right nipple is pierced. One nipple's yeah. pierced. The graininess of the video quality. Yeah. And the French tip manicure all Scream in her 90s. bleached hair. Yes. <laughs> Tell me that this is 1997. Great. We love it. So, yeah. So then they move to the grass uh-huh. after the waterfall. And he gives her a flower. And I realized at this moment that this video is from mountainfuckfest.com. Yes. So there is a, a dedicated site <laughs> yes. for these purposes. And if you go. Oh, did you? It's a lot. Well, it's the recommended videos are a lot of the same sort of scenario. A lot of Lederhosen <laughs> like specifically and Lederhosen dirndls Got it. outside. Okay. The hills are alive, in fact. With the sound of fucking in this case. Yes. Yeah. I have some translations for the light exchange we get. <sighs> Thank God. Thank you to my special friend who provided these. <laughs> Did not ask for specific credit, but maybe someday. Mm. First, we start with these, these bloody Lederhosen. Sometimes they're very practical. Sometimes they're annoying was a little muffled oh that's what he said okay. when he gets her because he gets his dick out yeah. yeah yeah they become more practical later but uh yeah also when he gets her boobs out he says i found them let's get a bit of sun on them <laughs> wow yeah i was like oh this is more eventful than i thought i thought it was just gonna be like nice tits but it's like just get a bit of sun Do, on is them. this am i like making this assumption that like people think in germany there's like the big like anal vitamin d in the sun oh that that thing is german yeah um i don't associate that with germans where did that come from i feel like that's a weird corner of like the wellness movements that like oh okay it's adjacent to the like dr mccullas of the world that are like you just need vitamin yeah. d but i'm honestly Russell not brand is, yeah like yeah. i'm not sure who was like no you specifically have to like present your asshole to the sun yeah i remember that going by but i it wasn't like a deep dive for me, so I don't associate okay, it with okay. any particular geography. But I just was wondering if it came. Maybe it could have come from Germany. It could have. We'll have to look that up for next time <laughs> and <laughs> report back and be like, we yeah. were wrong. It was Austria. I made that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's who's sunning their bums. Uh huh. Uh, and then she says something about going to places. He likes her costume, but it's hard to remove. Uh huh. He says something about his own Lederhosen again before obsessed with his complimenting her breasts. You know? This is where he says schöne Brüste. Mm. And then at the very end of the porn, he says, "Oh Heidi, now we have to decide where we'll go next time. <laughs> Maybe next week we could go to see Monsi again." Speaking of Austria. oh yeah the only thing that was kind of hot to me was that she kept her panties on Mm. you know yeah I also like that they got like a yoga mat out to have yeah well he yeah he brought like a pack like a satchel yeah with like a rolled up mat and then it ended up just like yeah yeah like looked like a yoga mat but I was like no that's good planning that we're not just gonna like fuck against the rocks and scrape Mm. our asses you know I mean they do this a lot so I think he has just a go bag for these purposes well you would think at mountainfuckfest.com they would be professional Uh, yeah (laughs) that they'd be fully equipped they would know what to bring (laughs) yeah but yeah again we get a lot of uh, oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he comes. Yes. It was mm-hmm. a big, big long yeah. yeah. She did not come. No. We only really... I can definitively say that. Acknowledged her clit 
pretty close to the end. She did some light clit touching. She acknowledged it herself. She acknowledged it herself. He did not. Yeah, and I wouldn't say yeah. that it was a particularly enthusiastic acknowledgement either. It was just no. a little diddle at best. <laughs> just a tiny diddle. Just a little diddle. Yeah. Yeah, I think the hottest thing about this is that it's outdoors and that they kept some clothes on and that the fucking was like... Yes. We just have to make the fucking happen while we're still sort of wearing pieces. Like, I always find that kind of hot. Right. But yeah, the, the fucking was quite basic mm-hmm. not terribly climactic you know like it didn't really have much right. build or much urgency to it no um i didn't find them to be particularly attractive people me neither not unattractive but just kind of i like that he gave her a flower yeah that was cute that was sweet you know it was nice romance is alive i, I like that there are a couple that has outdoor adventures on the regular right you know Same. these are just like potentially exhibitionists or they just like the danger of it goals and that they Keep their sex life alive creatively. Mm-hmm. We we love to see it. We love to see it. But yeah, just not the most thrilling fucking porn. No. You know? No. Should we talk about Heimat? Heimat. Yeah. Did, is that how we, is that how we pronounce it? Heimat? Uh, yeah. Heimat. Heimat. Which means home or homeland. Yeah. And I did ask about this as well. It actually kind of has different uses where you can refer to mm. specifically like hometown but you can also refer more generally or more broadly to like the motherland almost that it's oh. that it has sort of an implied meaning or an implied connotation as well as a literal meaning of oh, like the homeland yes. yeah, yeah 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 exactly i see so this is from das diktat <laughs> Directed uh, by, pink, yeah, yes. we got it via Pink Label. You want to try to do that? Oh, I was just going to no, say the, the director's name. I was, I was taking the next one. Sebast- uh, Sebastian Dominic Auer is our director. Yeah. And this is, to quote Four Chambers, though this is not Four Chambers, this is art school bullshit. Like, I love, right. this is high art. This is what I want to see at the porn festival when we right. go. There's a little blurb. Yes. Oh, also the performers' names are Sasha Vai and Zer Eichenlaub. Great. That works. I, I, I don't know. I tried. We did our best. Um, <laughs> the film should be understood as a postmodern comment on the paradigms of the German Romanticist movement. The forest of the Heimat, a central point of the Romantic idea, is the place where alike flesh meets and unites in a wild rush. Yes. And then we have... Another whole paragraph, which I won't read because it's Rachel's yes. least favorite thing. <laughs> like this is this is where the art school bullshit comes from. Like right. fostering a deep petrification of the cliche and yes. transcending the uh-huh. kit. Germanic myths are interwoven with nightmarish visions. We've got right. we're bringing amour and psyche together. New constellations become thinkable and new meanings considered. Like we're fucking in the forest. Yes, we have some incredibly striking cinematography images. Yeah, yes. it's quite bright. It feels like mm-hmm. portrait paintings done yeah. through film it's a lot of imagery of these two men playing in the water like running through the forest kissing it's like mm-hmm. broke back mountain if we're in the german countryside and playful like it feels very like youthful in a certain way it's like in the sun yes you know very bright it's giving me midsummer vibes yes you know it's giving yeah. midsummer but for sex and not horror right. although it does take a turn where we like shift we gets juxtaposed yes yes yeah we shift to this other environment that is like red and black and 
slimy and dark. Yes, and is more the idea of what I would think of when I think of German porn. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's like Berlin. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, yes, it's very abstract, mm-hmm. very nonlinear. Uh huh. And there's a lot of like like close up of like licking and like wetness, mm-hmm. like lube. Um, lots of like sensation. Yeah, you know, like the close up of a of sensation. Yeah. Like dick slapping and a lot of like skin and also just like yeah. jizz. And then we have an incredible like beat here where like after we've seen come, yes, like suddenly our bodies are just like writhing around and slime, slimy, yeah, just yeah. like fully like cocoon alien esque, uh-huh. like slimy writhing, right? And then like juxtaposed with like the flower crowns yes. and the bright sunny like in the water, yeah, you know, yeah, sort of like the natural and then the I don't know. I mean, I guess I want to say, like, man-made. Yeah, well, they reference Saturnalia, too, which is interesting. Like, in the language around it, it mentioned that. And I was like, oh, what do they mean by that? But I think it's, like, the the festival. It's, like, Bacchanalian, that it's, like, flower crowns and, like, nature and fertility, Uh even even though this is, like, gay and not really about. But just, like, springtime and, like, cultivation of seed and then cut to slimy jizz times, you know? Like, it's it's those things. I think they also said, like, it's, like, spring and then summer, Mm, you know? Like, the difference between the two. Because I was like, yeah, spring is, like, abundance and, like, fun. And then summer is just, like, hot, hot heat, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yes. And it's the, it, like, degrades into you know, mm-hmm, chaos and mm-hmm, for sure, you know, gets extra raunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful film. Like I really thought it was gorgeous, gorgeously yeah. shot and really striking. Same. And it's, you know, it is the kind of thing I would want to see at a porn festival because I don't necessarily need to masturbate right. to this. It's about the art. Like it's about the imagery yeah. and arousing, but also just kind of like provocative mm-hmm. again in an intellectual way, which feels fitting. It's artful porn. Exactly. You know, like it is porn made with like, Artistic it's art intent. first. Yeah, art forward. Yeah. Sex is a art form. Yeah. yeah. It's hot. Yeah. I thought it was really gorgeous and also hot. I mean, anytime I get to see like people like sliming on dicks, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. I just like shiny lube in like light. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well lit like, lube is a well special lit. gift yeah. in a porn. Yeah. It just because you're like, oh, I know what that feels like. Yeah. And I also just like to watch men fuck. So same. That was same. That's hot. Yeah, it was hot. And these two in particular, like, there was an interesting, Mm -hmm. they were both, like, attractive, but not, like, chiseled porn men, you know? Like, one of them kind of had a bear vibe, and one kind of had an otter Uh vibe, and they were just, like... Yeah. They had some body hair. Yeah, there was body hair. They just felt like human gay men. Tattoos, piercings. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And, like, kind of kinky. Like, they felt, like, artsy, kinky gay guys, Mm -hmm. you know? They weren't, like, big muscle daddies. They were just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I really liked it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to masturbate to it, but like it turned me on for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought it was almost like, and this goes against everything we believe, but it was like so beautiful that I was like, I don't need to desecrate it with my masturbate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't say that. No, I think they but, would happily yeah, yeah. have me desecrate it. I mean, I think the point of it is to be right, perverted and filthy yeah. and to masturbate to yeah, glistening fun. body hair in the sunlight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's not like I needed to or that was the point yeah. of the plot or the arc of it, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Hot. Me too. Glad that we chose this one. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt like it was a good example of like what I think of when I think of like German porn, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because it was like artsy and heady. Exactly. And, and non-linear. And very visceral and non-linear. Like... <laughs> 
and yeah, fucking kinky, sure. you know, like uh-huh. all that and queer, you know, like all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. And still had some like German romanticism to yeah. it as well. Yeah, the German romanticism yeah. references as well. Yeah. Yeah. So well done, Sebastian. You nailed it. Yeah. Me likey. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Girls on Porn. That's porn without the O. On Twitter at GOP the podcast. On our website, girlsonporn.com. And if you want to support the pod, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash girlsonporn. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And, you know, we get a lot of sex negative reviews because we're women talking about sex. You know, a five-star review goes a long way for us. And if you drop your Instagram handle in uh, the comment when you leave a review, we might just uh, tag you. This has been Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually any good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.